Do you ever wonder if your life really matters? Pastor Rick says God has a good plan and purpose for your life. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Live Your Calling. What on earth am I here for? In these lessons, you'll discover that real meaning and significance come from understanding and fulfilling God's purpose for you here on earth. In just a few moments, we're going to tell you how you can get the life-giving DVD study kit for this series. You'll embark on a journey of discovery to answer life's most profound question, what on earth am I here for? You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called, Why God Made You. Mark Twain once said, the two most important days in your life are number one, the day you're born, and number two, the day you figure out why why you were born. God has never created anything without a purpose. Every plant has a purpose. Every star has a purpose. Every animal has a purpose. God does not create things without a reason, without a purpose. And if your heart is beating and you're breathing, there's a purpose for your life. Because God never makes anything without a purpose. And the very fact that you're alive makes your life meaningful, that God had a reason for creating you. And that's what we're gonna look at this week in why God made you. Now, if you wanna know the purpose of your life, you gotta start with God. You can't find it on TV, you can't find it in the movies, you can't find it uh, you know, reading a book. You can't find it, a lot of people say, well, the way you need to find your purpose is look within. Like, trust the force, Luke. Look within, that doesn't work. I tried that a lot of times, look within. All I saw was a bunch of confusion. You can't tell you what your purpose is because you didn't make you. Does that make sense? Only your creator can tell you what your purpose is. You can't tell yourself because you weren't alive when whoever thought you up thought you up. If I were to hold up uh, uh, a, um, just in any kind of invention that you had never seen, and I held up, And I said, tell me what this is. What's the purpose of this invention? You wouldn't have the slightest idea. And the only way you would know the purpose of an invention you'd never seen is either A, talk to the inventor, the creator who made it, and they can tell you what it does, or B, read the owner's manual. The same is true for your life. The only way you're ever gonna know your purpose for your life, why you're here on this planet, what on earth you're here for, is A, talk to your creator, God, who made you, and B, read the owner's manual. Now the Bible says this, look there on your outline, Ephesians chapter one from the Bible says, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. So you say, I really gotta find myself. You're gonna find yourself in Christ. It is in Christ we find out who we are, what we're living for, part of the overall purpose that he, God, is working out in everything and everyone. The next verse, Colossians chapter one, verse 16 says this. Everything, absolutely everything, got started in Christ and finds its purpose in him. You were made by God, you were made for God. 
Until you understand that, your life is never gonna make sense. You're gonna go through life wondering, what on earth am I here for? You gotta start with God. Now the Bible says that you were made to last forever. One day, your heart is gonna stop. That's gonna be the end of your body, but it's not gonna be the end of you. That's gonna be the end of your time on earth, but it's not gonna be the end of you. God has long range plans for your life, and I'm not exaggerating, because he wants you to live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So you're gonna actually spend more time on the other side of death than you do on this time side. On this side, you get 80 years, at the most, maybe 100, that's it. That's not really a whole lot of time. After you die, you move into eternity and you're gonna spend trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions onto infinity and beyond uh, for the rest of your life. So this is like a little tiny millimeter of your life, the few measly years you're here on earth. Most of your life is gonna be on the other side. Now have you ever thought about this? If God wants to take me to heaven, why doesn't he just take me there instantly? Why didn't he just make me and start with me in heaven? Why does God put you on this planet for 80 years? Really, why does he do that? Well, the Bible says you're not ready for heaven. There's some things you need to learn. And God says this life, follow me, this life is preparation for the next. If you wanna know why you're on this planet, it is to get ready for the next life. This life is preparation for the next. This is the preschool. This is the warm-up act. This is the get ready stage. This is the kindergarten. This is the dress rehearsal before the real show begins. This is the first lap around track before the real race begins. This is the warm-up act. Getting ready for eternity because that's the real show that's gonna go on forever and ever and ever. Now in heaven, you're going to do a number of things and the Bible tells us what's gonna happen in heaven. And what God wants you to do here on earth is practice what you're gonna do in heaven forever so when you get to heaven, you know what to do. Now I'm gonna to explain to you this evening exactly what God wants you to practice while you're here on earth. This may be the most important message you've ever heard in your life. Because I can't think of anything more fundamental than why am I here on earth? And what am I supposed to do with my life? If I only had one sermon to preach, it would be this message to teach you why God made you and what you're supposed to do with your life. God wants you to practice five things on this planet. We call them our purposes, the reasons for living. We often use the word callings. There are five callings. But there are five things God wants you to do with your life here on earth for five reasons. He made you for five reasons. Now I want you to write these down. Number one, the first purpose of your life is this. God planned me, God planned me for his pleasure. God planned me for his pleasure. God created you just to love you. That's the whole idea. The Bible says that God is love. I've told you this many times, it doesn't say God has love, it says God is love. It is the essence of his nature, it is his character, it is who God is, God is love. And if God wasn't a God of love, you would not be able to love anybody else because you're made in God's image. The only reason you're able to love is because God said, I'm gonna make men and women in my own image. 
And if God was not a God of love, there would be no love in the universe, there would be no love between human beings. Now the Bible says that God made you simply to love you. God made you to love you. He didn't need you. God is totally satisfied in himself, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, but he wanted you. That shows how valuable you are. Now let me show you some verses about how God planned you for his pleasure. He planned you, he created you just so he could love you. Revelation four, verse 11. You, God, created everything and it is for your pleasure, circle that, for your pleasure that they exist and they were created. Everything was created because God gets enjoyment out of it. He wanted to love it. God loves every rock, every plant, every animal, every star, and every human being. Psalm 149, verse four, the Lord takes pleasure in his people. Anybody here a parent? Anybody here have kids? All right, those of you who are parents, um, do you get pleasure? How many of you get pleasure in your kids? You say, most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know what? God takes pleasure in you all of the time. Why? Because he made you. He created you. He's your heavenly father. Did you know that God gets pleasure in just watching you be you? Some people think that God is only smiling at them when they're doing something, quote, religious. That if, you, uh, you know, if you're feeding the poor, you're helping the sick, uh, you're confessing your sins, you're going to church, uh, you're giving a tithe, you're being generous, that when you do these kind of spiritual things, reading your Bible and praying, then God smiles, but the rest of the time, God's kind of bored with you. Nothing could be further from the truth. God gets pleasure in watching you be you because he made you you. And when you do something that's so typical of you, he goes, that's my girl, that's my boy, that's what I made them to do. You know, when my children were little, I used to sneak into their rooms at night and sit by their bedside and watch them sleep. And I got so much pleasure out of just watching them breathe. You know, I would watch their little chests rise and lower, and rise and lower, and rise and lower. And I got so much pleasure just watching my kids breathe. Why? Because I am their creator. I'm their father. I made them. They wouldn't exist without me. Now, they didn't have to do anything special. They didn't have to be reading the Bible or memorizing scripture or witnessing to other two-year-olds. <laughs> they just had to be themselves. And I got pleasure out of watching them sleep. Did you know that God gets pleasure out of watching you sleep? In fact, the way you act, sometimes he's more pleased with that. <laughs> but the fact is, if my kids had acted like the devil all day at night, they're angels. And God gets pleasure out of watching his children just be his children. Here's what the Bible says, Ephesians chapter one, verse four. Long before he, God, laid down the earth's foundation. In other words, that means long before God created the universe, God had us in mind. Whoa, God had us in mind. And he settled on us as the focus of his love. Circle the word focus. The focus of God's love is not animals. He loves animals, but that's not the focus of his love. The focus of God's love is not the environment. He loves the environment, but that's not his focus. His focus of his love is us. 
And the reason why is because he has given us the capacity to love him back. This is what makes you different from animals. Animals can't pray. Animals can't talk to God. Animals can't worship because they're not made in God's image. God gave you the freedom of choice, the freedom to respond. You can learn to love and love him back. God knows everything about you. You know almost nothing about God. God loves you in spite of everything that knows about you. God wants you to learn to know him and love him back. And the Bible calls this worship. And it's the first purpose of your life, that God planned me for his pleasure. And he wants me to learn to love him back. One day, a guy was walking down the street in Jerusalem and he comes up to Jesus and he says, Lord, what's the most important commandment in the whole Bible? And Jesus says, I'll summarize the whole Bible in two sentences. This is it, cliff notes on the Bible. Love God with all your heart. Love him with all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Oh, and by the way, second law, love your neighbor as yourself. Life is all about love. If you don't get that, you miss the first purpose of your life. And the first purpose is to love God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength, to get to know him. God wants you to know him and love him back. Here's what he says in the book of Hosea in the Bible, chapter six, verse six. God says, I don't want your sacrifices. I want your love. This is God talking to you. I don't want your offerings. I want you to know me. Now circle the word love and circle the word know because that is the first purpose of your life, to know God and to love God. The most important thing you can know in life is that God loves you and the most important thing you can do in life is love him back. So as I've said to you many times, you ought to get up in the morning and say, God, I want to know you and love you more. I have done this every single morning of my life for decades. I don't get out of bed in the morning before I do this. I sit on the edge of my bed before my feet touch the ground and I, I, I just say this, dear God, it's another day. And if I don't get anything else done today, I want to know you a little bit better and I want to love you a little bit more because that's the first purpose of life. I was planned for God's pleasure. And if at the end of the day, that day sucked, everything went wrong, it was terrible. I sinned, there were mistakes, there were all kinds of grief and problems and difficulties. If at the end of the day, I know God a little bit better and love him a little bit more, I didn't waste that day. On the other hand, doesn't matter how many things you accomplish, how many things you achieve, how famous you become, how much money you make, if at the end of each day, you don't know God a little bit better and love him a little bit more, you just wasted that day. Because God did not create you and put you on earth just to mark things off your to-do list. He put you here for the very first purpose, and there are five purposes of your life, to know him and love him. Write this down. The first purpose of my life is to know and love God. Bam, that's it. It's pretty simple. Love God with all your heart. You gotta get to know him before you can love him to know and love God. Now the tragedy is, a lot of people have gone through life missing the number one purpose of life. They know everything else. They know sports scores. They know music songs. They know who's on the cover of People magazine. They know who is uh, the winner of The Voice. They know all kinds of things in pop culture, but they don't know God. And that's the most important thing in life. It's what you were put here to do, to know God. First Timothy chapter six, the Bible says this. Some people have missed the most important thing in life. They don't know God. They don't know God. Now, 
How do you know when you don't know God? How do you know when you're disconnected from God? How do you know when in that moment you're not knowing and loving God? God has given us a warning sign and it goes off like a bright yellow light in your life every time you get disconnected from God. And that warning sign is this, <laughs> worry. Are any of you familiar with this term, worry? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anytime, when you worry, you're acting like God doesn't exist. You're acting like, if it's to be, it's up to me. No, it's not up to you, it's up to God. And, and you, when, you, when you worry, you're acting like it's all your responsibility, that you don't have a heavenly father who loves you, that there aren't 7,000 promises in the Bible, that God hasn't already agreed to take care of all your needs. You're acting like an orphan, like you don't have a heavenly father, that God doesn't exist. Worry is practical atheism. It's practically, it's acting like an atheist. And worry, the Bible says in Matthew 6, 32, people who don't know God are always worrying. Now, God planned me for his pleasure, so the first purpose of my life is to know and love God. Not only did God plan me for his pleasure, number two, God formed me for his family. God formed me for his family. God wanted a family, and you were created to be a part of it. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive hope and encouragement every day, delivered right to your inbox, then sign up for Rick's free daily devotional by going to PastorRick.com right now. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first, would you like to go deeper with Pastor Rick to discover God's purpose for your life? Well, now you can with the DVD study kit called What on Earth Am I Here For? This life-changing study is taught by Pastor Rick and includes a workbook and six-session DVD. As you go through the lessons, you'll embark on a journey of discovery to answer life's most fundamental question, what on earth am I here for? You'll learn that it's only in God that we discover our origin, our identity, our meaning, our purpose, our significance, and our destiny. Every other path leads to a dead end. This resource is packed with biblically-centered principles and is perfect for personal or small group study. We'll send it to you today as our way of saying thanks for your gift to help Daily Hope take the gospel to people everywhere. Find out why God put you on the planet with the What on Earth Am I Here For DVD study kit from Pastor Rick Warren. Go to PastorRick.com to support Daily Hope and we'll send you this powerful resource. Or just text the word DAILY to 800 600 5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word daily to 800-600-5004. Here's Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Hi, everybody. Today, I want to introduce you to Allison. Uh, she recently wrote me to tell how God had saved her from a life of prostitution and used daily hope to help her grow as a young Christian. Here's what she wrote. I grew up in an atheist family. And I was taught that people who believe in God are crazy, stupid, and brainwashed. I ended up being a hardcore drug addict for 15 years, and to pay for my habit, I sold my body on the street, and I was homeless. But I found a Bible in a hotel room where I was working, and the Lord radically saved me through his word. 
Then an amazing church family embraced me fully and helped me to grow in the Lord. One day, Pastor Rick, I came across your TED Talk on the internet, and I was blown away. So I looked up your website, and I downloaded the Daily Hope app, and I started listening to your sermons every single morning. I then bought the book, A Purpose Driven Life, on audible.com. I've enjoyed it immensely. I am so blessed to give a monthly donation so you can share your message all over the world. Your Daily Hope messages have meant so much to me in the past year, and I'm just an infant in Christ. I appreciate all the encouragement that I get from listening to you. Thank you, Pastor Rick. You know, Allison, I I just, I can't thank you enough for writing to me and sharing your story. We live to get these letters, and and it's so exciting to hear stories from people like you who have been radically touched and transformed by the message of hope through Daily Hope. And of course, I appreciate you giving a, a monthly donation. Thank you for your prayers for this ministry, that we can pass this good news of hope on to others. I just want you to know that I'm going to be praying that God continues to use you in the lives of other people and to use daily hope to help you grow more like Jesus. God bless you, Allison. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us again next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.